This is the MS Show, the podcast for people with multiple sclerosis and their families who want information and inspiration. I'm Bron Webster. I've been living with MS for over 20 years. I'll be sharing with you tips, stories and ways to keep going with MS. Hi, welcome to this episode and we're beginning a new series today. Did you know there are probably more than one million people worldwide who are informally giving care to members of their family who live with MS? I'm going to be opening the MS Caregivers series and in this episode I'll be sharing with you some information from two recent research papers and telling you all about some of the fabulous guests who are going to be joining me in this in this series. So if you're a person that lives with MS and you're wondering what family and carers go through and you want to hear the reality, or maybe you're one of the carers of a person with MS, I want you to know you're not the only person in this situation. And if you listen in to the rest of the series for the next few weeks, you can hear where we're starting from and what's coming along in this series. Now today, I want to introduce to you Graham, who is joining me on this particular episode. Hi, Graham. Hello. Um, I'm Bron's husband, so she's asked me to help out a little bit in this series. We're not quite up to Holly and Phil's standards of slickness yet, but I'm sure we'll get there by the end of it. You mean Holly, Willoughby and Philip Schofield? Of course. Okay. Yeah, no, we're definitely not as slick as they are after their many years of presenting. Okay, let's get started. So, carers who look after someone, that's someone being in their family, a person that lives with MS, they're seemingly really unsupported. Many feel ignored and they feel that they want more. I'm hoping that this series will be of value for the families of people with MS. But it's only going to make a difference if people with MS tell their families and their carers. So can I ask you to please share this podcast widely with the people that you know. Share it with the MS carers you know. Share it with the people who live with MS itself. I've got guests coming up who live in that space and I'll tell you more about them shortly. But let me start by covering just a few highlights from these two reports. One of the reports is from an Irish author, Rebecca Maguire, and the other from pharmaceutical company Merck. And they've really informed me and helped me to just rustle up some of the questions that I'm using in the episodes. So yes, I've read the reports, but this series is all about hearing from real people the real carers of real people with MS. I've read reports because I'm a person with MS and people like me are at the centre of this debacle. And you know what? The more I've read, the more I've recognised that this really is a bit of a debacle and on paper it's seemingly a really negative state of affairs. I'm grateful to all my guests in this series who've answered the questions 
And these questions have been informed by those two research papers. So let's get into things. Informal caregivers, they're the people that are involved in helping their family members who live with MS. Many people with MS continue to live independently and maintain a high quality of life, but others require ongoing care and support. And it's often family members and friends that are delivering this support. And they're taking on the role of, with two fingers doing speech marks, they're taking on the role of informal caregivers. Rebecca's report identified from the wider research just some of the things that increase the risk of caregiver burden when that care is for a person with MS. And one thing that's clear, the care needs of a person with MS, they fluctuate massively over time and over the course of the disease. And there's another factor that comes into play, and that's the MS disease type. One recent large-scale analysis suggested that 46% receive informal care from family members. Now, if we base that on an estimate of around 2.2 million cases worldwide of people living with MS, so did you get that? 2.2 million people worldwide living with MS. That means that there are more than 1 million MS caregivers living globally. It means there are around 60,000 familial informal caregivers in the UK because there are around 130,000 people in the UK living with MS. Those are big numbers. And while care needs for people with MS typically become greater over time, the burden on the carer appears to be associated with the extent of the disease progression. So I want to ask a question of Graham now. Graham, which symptoms has it been found have the greatest impacts on these people that are doing the caring? Well, caregiver stress and burden are associated with higher levels of disability or problems walking. And what about how cognitive problems in people with MS, how do those symptoms relate to caregiver stress and strain? Well, the burden on the carer can be predicted by higher loss of executive function and cognitive and neuropsychiatric problems such as lower working memory capacity, information processing speed, executive functioning and verbal fluency. These were all associated with worse caregiver health related quality of life. Cognitive problems in the person with MS predicted caregiver depressive symptoms independently of other MS-related symptoms. So what are some of the impacts on the MS carers? Informal care for people with MS is most commonly provided by spouses, but MS needs for care tend to increase with age, with older people with MS experiencing greater levels of disability at a time when spousal carers may be old themselves. That's not an easy scenario to picture. There are psychological problems amongst carers, and these can be brought about or increased because of just how unpredictable MS is, especially in the case of relapsing remitting MS, 
where care needs may vary considerably day to day or week to week. Feelings of uncertainty can make planning in both the short and long term difficult. There's a bit of research exploring this hypothesis, and we know that close relatives of people with MS often experience anticipatory grief for what may lay ahead, as well as fears for the future. So it sounds as though caregiver concerns are the same as people with MS's concerns. But while 51% of MS carers are looking after a partner, almost a third looking after either a child or a parent with the condition. Studies have found MS carers have lower health-related quality of life scores than non-carers, with 68% experiencing anxiety and 44% experiencing depression. 44% of the carers have also reported that their caring responsibilities have negatively impacted on their future plans and life goals. 22% of UK carers felt they were unable to hold down a job because of their caregiving responsibilities, whilst nearly a third of UK carers had lost a job because of their role as a carer, with parents being affected most. So how does all that make you feel, Bron? I think it makes me feel, well, just really sad because I'm in, the, I'm in receipt of that care. And I also talk with other people in the community. And one of those is a parental carer who is, they're going through huge difficulties at work as they're coming to terms with their 18-year-old daughter just being diagnosed with MS. And this is going on in a well-known international uh, company. So it is really saddening. So I don't know, Graham, what sort of help is being offered to the carer community? Well, only 25% of MS carers connected with other carers or patient organisations to help cope with the challenges of their role. This seems really low to me. I expect the carers either feel they don't want, don't need, or can't admit that they need support and the connection. When they were asked what additional support would be helpful to them as carers, 41% of MS familial carers in the UK said peer support groups, whether online or face-to-face, would be helpful to them as carers. Understanding the psychological adjustment carers go through is crucial when considering what interventions could support carers of people with MS. But it's clear that support for the informal carers of people with MS is not only a complex issue, but something that is desperately needed. Yeah, I would say absolutely. And you might be wondering, how is all this relevant for the guests that you'll be hearing from over the next few weeks and episodes? So let me just tell you about some of the guests that I've got coming up. So I've got a husband of someone who lives with MS and his teenage daughter. Now, that won't be the first time that you've heard from that person because that's my husband and that's my daughter. So that's Graham that's going to be appearing on an episode. Not necessarily next week. They're not in this order. Um, I've also got someone who is a wife of someone living with secondary progressive MS. And I've got a wife of someone living with a severe, debilitating, progressive version of MS. I'm talking to a widowed husband of someone who lived with severe MS, but she's no longer alive. Um, And you might, if you listen to a lot of MS podcasts, you might have come across this chap 
on his own podcast. So I'm really looking forward to that episode. So you can hear their stories, you can hear their individual challenges and their attitudes to life and how they get on in their role as an informal carer. So today's episode has been a lot about the situation at the minute and some of the findings that's come out in some research relating to the informal caring role. And we know it's a huge burden and it affects all the wants and aims of BMS carers. But the purpose of today has been just warming you up for this insightful series that's coming and the great people that I'm going to be talking to. So it's not focusing on the people that live with MS, it's focusing on those that are doing the caring. It's made me, as a person with MS, sit up and consider the impact on my unofficial carers that do some looking after me. And it's really brought out some emotions in terms of it's made me feel guilty and sad, but I'm also really thankful. It's made me what actually want to find some ways for us all, all in society, in social care bodies, different charities, to invest in helping the helpers, helping the carers and the carers, those ones that are helping the people with MS. So I would ask if you know anyone who can benefit from this episode or this forthcoming series, please can you share it with them and tell them how they can subscribe or listen in. If you've enjoyed this episode, please will you think about leaving a review. Reviews are one of the best ways for more people to find the MS Show podcast. It's thanks ever so much from me. And I've really enjoyed being part of this and looking forward to the rest of it. Brilliant. Thanks so much for listening to today's MS Show. Please subscribe, rate and review this podcast. And if you'd like to get more involved with the MS Show, why not join our Facebook community? Just search Facebook for The MS Show. Come back soon for another dose of MS information and inspiration. You've been listening to The MS Show podcast.